What is going on, everybody? Welcome back to episode 17 of Steel and Teal. I hope I got the number right. As always, my name is Garrett, and I'm here with my co-host. Jim from Fan and the Van Podcast. And we're not canceled yet, which is a good Not thing. yet. You're fucking trying. <laughs> <laughs> You're fucking trying. <laughs> so, again, I want... Well, it's I want, not my fault, people. Freaking my I, I want no beef with the Swifty fan base. Don't bring this in here. <laughs> No, 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 don't worry. I, I keep it off steel and teal. I even, I, listen, no, I, I reference I told them, just come at me, leave you out of it. No, I know. I just think it's funny. Come at me. I, I, got, I got no beef with that fan base. I don't want it. I don't need it. <laughs> That's only going to end well, badly for me. Well, even if you did it, simple to beat them. All you got to do is tell them, ask them how to spell Kelsey. Trust me, you'll win. Because they can't. Jesus. And that's all the bad thing will do. Well, you know, let's let's get right into it with the Chiefs, man. Like, I don't think the Chiefs are that good. I think they can, like, I think they can find their stride, but they barely outside what outside of who who they play. They beat one team by like a ton this year, but beyond that, like, other than blowing out the Bears before they took Mahomes out, yeah. other than that, they they really haven't smoked anybody the way you did think they would and honestly i think it's they miss eric the enemy as the offensive coordinator i think he had a lot to do with them being able to go out there and just decimate all for sure i mean they lose to detroit which i blame Kadarius Tony. yeah but they lose to detroit they sneak by oh, jacksonville not butterfingers no they they sneak by jacksonville and for them, no, they beat you guys. They did by eight. That's technically a possession. So they snuck yeah. by us, which I mean, look, we lost. It is what it is. They outplayed us. We played like garbage, and our O line couldn't block the Chiefs to save our lives. Um, they whooped the Bears, beat the Jets by a field goal, beat the Vikings by a touchdown. And there's some controversy around that. I'm not going to get into that. And they beat the Broncos, the Broncos by 11. If I'm correct, the Broncos have one of the no. The Broncos have one of the worst defenses in the league. The numbers are a little skewed right now because it's you know things are happening now, but they're at least bottom five. At oh, least, yeah. like I it's think not going even, into that, I think they might have even been last in the league. They were second to last, or they were last. I'm sure they're awful. So I mean, that's just where I'm at. Like it's. It's not that they can't get it together. This Chargers game is going to be telling. So they got the Chargers today, and we'll get into that in a little bit. Um, is that this week? No, they got a bye week this week, don't they? No, they played. Am I stupid? I'm stupid. Never mind. Right, the, the Chargers are playing. <laughs> my my no, brain just shut down. I think they're playing America's favorite one-star rating team. That's right. You know, my favorite, my, my, my brain just shut down there for a minute. That's my bad. Next week, they got the Chargers, and that's going to be telling because suppose Eckler's supposed to be back after that. Well, he's back this week. He is back this week. And then, honestly, with the Chargers, I mean, like they're the kryptonite. Oh, my God. Sorry, I'm watching the game live, too. <laughs> I don't know who 15 is, but he almost, yeah. Oh, Aguilar, occasional hands. Yeah. Got a left um, signing a guy with occasional hands. That's like the short beatman. I loved the fan. I don't know if he was a Patriot. I can't remember where he was from. Do you remember that interview where the guy's like, and I, I just, I saw the kid outside the window and I ran up and I caught him, you know, unlike Aguilar. And then, <laughs> do you remember that? 
I think that's when he was in New England. Yeah. I think I was like, yeah, I caught it. Unlike our receiver that we paid a ton of money to come here for. Old occasional hands, former USC receiver. We'll get on USC in a minute. Uh, how dare you give Notre Dame something to be proud of? <laughs> how dare you? How dare you give Sam, I look like the Wolfman Hartman, of <laughs> something to be happy about. That man looks like he crawled out of a cave like last week. Every yeah, week they just... I, I think he came out of the same cave that uh, that Aaron Rodgers went to for his retreat. That man looks homeless. <laughs> Which not a knock against the homeless, but dude, he's got like the long. He looks he looks like a caveman right now. He's got like the long beard. He's got like the long hair and everything. Well, you know like who it. his dad was. Right? No, his dad his dad was the Geico caveman. Oh, okay, yeah, no, that makes sense. Now that all tracks. Uh, well, I don't know if he really was, but no, I have no idea. No, I know. I got it. I knew you were kidding. <laughs> I was just rolling with it. <laughs> oh, we're off to a great fucking start. So, look, what do you want? We haven't gone off the rails in a while. What do you want? It, it, it's we got a quota to hit. So, yeah, well, I mean, like the nine poison. Exactly. We got a quota to hit, and we'll get to the Niners in a minute. But I don't think the Kansas City team is that good. I mean, they're no. missing. I never thought I'd say it. They're missing Juju. Mm, yeah. They are. Because, because, and I think Juju's missing Pittsburgh, too, because well, every you team could needs tell, to... you could tell the transition from Juju. From being in Pittsburgh, he was this happy-go-lucky kid. He kept the same mentality playing with Mahomes. And then he goes to New England because the money was better. Mm-hmm. Right? I can't fault you for that. And look at him, and look at him now. He's barely utilized. They don't even throw him the ball. They just use him as a decoy. And I know he's been hurt, but, I mean, utilize his skill set at some point. I mean, Belichick's the genius, and he doesn't even use this kid for anything. Oh, yeah, well, you know, I don't trust his knees. But I don't I don't really like TikTok. I don't really know how to use it, and I haven't used it before. Um, I don't really know what, what, what the whole thing is. I don't dance, and I don't like people who dance on my team. So. <laughs> but, like... Two, and also, side note, uh, the Two Dudes of Sports News page is finally working on a TikTok account. Jalen's gonna run that one. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna deal with it. I don't. I don't have. I, I'm too busy running our two Twitter accounts. I'm gonna let him handle TikTok. So I don't have the patience to figure it out. I'm not that it's come back on TikTok now. Well, now that it's hard, but like I just don't. I don't want to. <laughs> I don't. I don't want to do it. I don't care. Like. It's, I'm happy with my cesspool. Let me have this. If he wants to do video editing, and I, I, I say this with nothing but love and respect. If he wants to handle video editing, he is more than welcome to. Because when it comes to that, I don't know what I'm doing. Yeah, like I had to teach myself how to edit the audio, and it's not hard. But there's definitely some jokes that we've all made. Where I'm like, I'm gonna cut around this. This doesn't need to go public. <laughs> <laughs> Without a doubt. Oh yeah. Or it's, or it's just tangents that don't really go anywhere, like this one. Um, <laughs> anyways, Chiefs, I don't think you're that good. I, it, they're they're all right, and they'll make it to the playoffs again, just because, I mean, they they haven't lost any, well, outside of the Lions, they haven't really lost anybody they weren't, spo- or like they weren't supposed to lose to, and they haven't really smacked anybody outside the Bears who they weren't supposed to beat. They've beaten everybody they were supposed to beat. And I mean, it's, but it's barely. It's just barely. It's all one one well, outside of Denver, but it's fucking Denver. 
Most of their games yeah. have been one score possessions. All but two of their games have been one score possessions. Or yeah, one score games. One score possessions. Jeez, I'm exhausted. <laughs> it's gonna be fun. Like all one score games. Like that's all they've been. And they're like, well, eight. I'm like, okay, cool. A touchdown and that or two extra points. That's eight points. That's a possession. That's one possession. Still a one score game, technically. So I don't I don't think they're that good. No, I, I think they, I, they smoke the Jets. I mean, no. Zach Wilson's quarter. I mean, granted, yeah, the Jets have a decent defense that's now decimated with injuries. But well, Donna Kelsey I mean, was in attendance too, so Zach's going to play very well. Yeah, well, you know, that was Blake Lively and everything like that, so he's got to play well. Yeah, well, he's all about the Cougars. That was his team. That was, and we should have seen the signs then, like you guys said. And in, in that's the, what uh, we were saying. The other guys did. I mean, honestly, yeah, we're like, I don't know how we didn't see this before. So, it's all but, right I mean, there. It was all. It, it was. Just, it was right in front of us the whole time. But like, it, it's <laughs> the, they're all right, but they don't have a true. I mean, they have nothing but number two and three receivers, mm-hmm. and then Travis Kelsey, who just does whatever he wants. Like his route tree is just find the hole of the defense and turn around. Which if it works, it works. I'm not knocking the guy. How, if it works, it works. How nobody stops it is beyond me because it's pretty easy to just stop. But double cover him and force Mark or uh, Valdez Scantling and Rasheed Rice and Sky Moore to beat you, which they're not gonna do. No. Like. They're not going to do it. They're all number two and three. And no, no disrespect to the, the Chiefs receivers here because I know they're avid listeners, but it, it's they're all number two receivers. They're not true number ones. They don't have a Justin Jefferson or a Garrett Wilson or a Calvin Ridley or a Cooper Cup or you know anything like that. They're all number two and three receivers, which is fine. Nothing wrong with that. Yeah. But you need a true number one, and they don't have that. And this is why I said earlier in the year, I said my bold prediction for the year is Mahomes isn't going to throw for more than 4,500 yards for like the second time in his entire career. Just because there's nobody there. There's no one to throw to. He barely threw for 200 last week or this week. Yeah. And, and their only saving grace is that they're in a weak AFC West is really right. because the Raiders at this point. You know, from what I'm reading, they're, they're looking to shop Hunter Renfro. Uh, Renfro. McDaniels is on me. the hot seat, which, which, of course, having McDaniels on the hot seat is <laughs> no fucking surprise. Hey, the guy can't coach. He's not no. a head coach. Great as a coordinator, but he should have never made a second attempt at coaching. I don't know why he did it. He's a fucking moron. But, you know, when you look at the Raiders with the talent they have to be in the position they're in, I mean, even with Garoppolo, he's not a great deep ball thrower, but he's great at those five, ten little dink and dunks that lead to 20, 30 yards after catch because of guys like Devontae Adams. Or even if you do it to Josh Jacobs. You, you know, how are they not at least tied for first place with this Chief team? I'll tell you know. why. Because Josh McDaniels is your head coach. And the Monday night game, somebody actually took a screenshot of when Max Crosby was shaking hands with the with the former interim coach of the Raiders, mm-hmm. who's a special teams coach, and Bianchi, kind of, I think was his name. I I forget what his name is, but he kind of looks like the defensive coordinator from the Jets. Yeah, that's what you're talking about. 
And his uh, and his comment was, "This should have been our head coach." And he's right because they yeah. they played from heart with that guy's interim coach, and they do with Josh McDaniels. We said that almost two years ago. Yeah, and it's been <laughs> publicly it's been publicly known that these guys, you know, like Devontae Adams, has vocally said it that they're not where they should be, and they're tired no. of playing at the level they're playing. And former Raiders have come out and said, yeah, they just don't take it seriously there. I mean, obviously, look, you hired Josh McDaniels. Look, when Al Davis is your owner and you got that that stupid haircut. Well, it's Mark Davis now. Al Mark Davis, I'm dead. sorry. I mean, no disrespect towards uh, – I don't want to disrespect the dead. Uh, Al Davis is great. Yes. Mark Davis is stupid. So my apologies. Al Davis, I did not mean any disrespect. Mark Davis out here with the looking like – what? Um Simple He's Rick from Rick and Morty. <laughs> that motherfucker looks like the friggin' Chucky doll grown up and old. That man couldn't decide between a bowl cut and a mullet. He said, I don't know which one I want. <laughs> <laughs> Give me both. <laughs> Give me both. He told just, the barber, he hold my beer and fuck my shit up. R- ruin my life. <laughs> ruin my life and then i'm gonna take fa- shots at chargers fans like okay look i'm the last person to defend the chargers but you can't be doing that no you can't be doing that when you haven't won anything relevant in years on top of that like come on now come on no, no. <laughs> come on oh there it is former wide receiver ryan Tannehill. oh averaging garbage 63 percent 210 yards a game and two touchdown passes to five interceptions what a bum <laughs> what a bum you could throw for 200 no i probably maybe i don't know i'm not a quarterback i don't get paid the money he gets paid to make those decisions i probably could if you put me in the chiefs offense well right now it's the commander's offense being commanders are looking good yeah i mean they're not winning but no, but they're, they're winning. They're winning more than the Giants. <laughs> well, everybody's winning more than the Giants right now, and that's the thing is everyone's like, "Why aren't you guys on Sam?" Or like, "Why are you guys on Sam Howell?" And you guys are on, you know, you're always roasting Daniel Jones. I'm like, yeah, because Sam Howell actually won a couple games. Is producing. Daniel Jones is towards the bottom of the league and everything, except yeah. sacks. He's in second place for sacks. I'll give you that. And I do want to yeah. say shout out to the Giants last week for scoring. Was it last week against Miami? For scoring your first first half points all season, or your first first well, half touchdown all season, it was pick six because your offense couldn't do it. <laughs> well, I know a little bit about that with Pittsburgh having to keep us in the game defensively. Can Chris Boswell speak up again? Great team, oh, guys. Sure. No, no thanks to you. <laughs> I love that video. It's great. What's well, also like? What are you gonna do? You gonna fire one of the best kickers you've had in a long time? I don't think so. No. Well, it's interesting because with Matt Canada, there was uh, I was reading this report that came out last night that they have no that they have no desire to switch the play caller. They're not gonna fire him in season. They have to like, say that. And it's like okay, I, I I understand it, and I even said it last week. I said if Kenny Pickett wins this game and the way that they won it, which was friggin' fantastic mm-hmm. with him, with him, and it, with him changing the, the audible because of the defensive coverage. Yeah. And the sad part is that Steeler fans should have been celebrating the win. You know what they're doing on Twitter? Arguing over whether he audible it or not. I don't fucking care. You know what matters is that Pickens Pickens 
caught the ball, we scored, we win the game, we beat the Ravens, and we go into the bye week in first place. That's all I care about. I don't care if Canada took his little origami fucking duck and went two, purple, three, zero coverage, just bomb it to Pickens. I don't care. So what I what I think happened, and everybody's like, it's a line protection. R words mean right, L words mean left. Yeah, in like high school and college, but like everybody knows that at this level. Like the lines almost and correct me if I'm wrong, but once you center, once you know who the mic is, your blocking scheme is pretty much set. You don't really have to do too much. Once you yeah. zero on who the mic is, everything's usually pretty set in stone. Yeah. And of course I may be incorrect and there may be more language that happens down there. I don't know. I'm not an NFL quarterback. But yeah. But from what, what I read, Kenny saw it as it was zero coverage. So in yeah. his right hand, he managed to shadow it enough to, to, to Pickens, and he pretty much just put the zero sign up. Pickens knew what it was, and he just fucking yeah. smoked past whoever was covering him, and that was it. And the call was Randy, and Randy it was apparently an allude to like Randy Moss, who yeah. dominates one-on-one coverage. And it was like, it's a line protection. No, it's probably an audible. And if he did audible, yeah. great, it worked. If he didn't audible, okay, Matt Canada finally got one. Broken clocks right twice a day. Who cares? Yeah. Like, <laughs> no one, you got the win. That's what matters. And you know what? You know what's even sadder? I could understand fire Matt Canada chance at a Steeler game. Why are you doing it at a Penguins game? It's fucking hockey. Why are you doing fire Matt Canada? You're doing fire Matt Canada chance at the ATM machine. Come on. Well, you know, Canada is an, an avid, you know, he also coaches the Penguins in his spare time. He's the equipment mo- or equipment manager. Maybe. Yeah, well, he's probably also the bank manager at TD Bank, too, apparently, I guess. I don't know. Uh, okay. Canada. Speaking of Pittsburgh, how do you feel about McAfee? Pat McAfee being on every form of sports media at this point. Oh, God, please, enough. Enough, enough, uh, look, is enough is enough is enough. He was good for wrestling. I'll give him that. He has yeah. the personality for wrestling. It was perfect. Yeah, go back I hate to him that. on I hate him on game day. I hate him on game day. I don't I like I used to watch and I it it's I don't know if I've just been like over McAfee or something, and this may be an unpopular opinion. I'm kind of tired of seeing the dude. And I know he yeah. doesn't care, and that's fine. Like, I'm happy for Buddy's success. I'm happy he's doing well. That doesn't mean I got to like him. Yeah. That means I, I, but I, I respect what he's done. I respect the hustle. And, you know, props to your success, Pat. But, like, I, I'm tired of seeing you, man. <laughs> I <hate him. laughs> Don't be surprised if you start seeing him in, like, him's commercials next. Oh, geez. But it's like, and look, again, props to Buddy's success. This is not a, a, a shot at McAfee's, I guess, character or his success. He's done well, and I, I'm happy for the guy. I just don't. I don't. I I do what everybody else does. I'm like I don't like the I don't like the commentators. Cool. Either watch it on mute or change the channel, and I do. Yeah. I don't have to watch him, so I don't. And he's not losing the one viewer like me. He doesn't care, which is fine. No. Again, respect the guy. Respect the hustle. Respect what he's done. You know. Congrats on your success. Don't. Care for watching you? No. Like you, like you say, sir. Two ships in the night. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I have my opinion. You have yours, and we'll go on our separate ways. 
that, that's why I don't watch game day the way I used to. I mean, granted, I think Lee Corso should kind of just take a step back too, because that guy is listen, legendary on game day, but you know, the guy looks like at some point he's just gonna like flatline on on live TV, and I don't think anybody wants to see it. Honestly, for me, I've stopped watching all of them. Like all the morning football stuff. I hate Urban Meyer, so I don't watch the Big Ten one. <laughs> and now like he's gonna coach Michigan State. I'm like, please, I want to see this man actually build something from scratch. Well, if, if he was coaching Michigan State, they might have beat Rutgers yesterday. Fucking Rutgers? Rutgers. You lost Rutgers. to Rutgers? And they were beating Rutgers. They were up 24 to 6 on Rutgers. So it was so Colorado, it was 29 to nothing. Well, you know what? I don't blame Dion for questioning his players. You know, do you love the game or not? Because, you know, not for nothing, his son shouldn't be at halftime sitting on his phone posting links to like his merchandise. You know, you're up 29 nothing. If, if the game's ended at halftime, you know, Colorado wins the game, obviously. Mm-hmm. But does the son realize that there's four quarters and you got to play? Which kid was it? Was it Shiloh or Shador? Shador. Really? I didn't know that. Yeah. I was busy yesterday. I was busy. I've been fucking slammed all week. I didn't pay attention to that. That's wild. Yeah. But Travis Hunter came back, so. And he looks good. Uh, My question is, what does he do at the next level? Like, what position does he play? Does he stay a two-way player or does he focus on one? I think it depends what team he really goes to. Like, if he goes to... Let's say New England. Belichick's still there as the as the head coach because honestly, I think at this point, what does Bill really have left to prove? But I think if he goes to New England, Belichick would use him as a two way player. I think Belichick sure. would be the only coach who would know how to use him as a two way player. Shanahan and Andy Reid could probably do it too. Oh, yeah, Andy Reid, but it, then again, does Andy Reid really need to coach anymore either? I mean, the guy's got a Super Bowls and a lifetime of fucking cheeseburgers to friggin' McDonald's. I mean, come on. He'll, he'll retire in a couple of years. He'll be fine. Uh, give, give him some time. I, honestly, for me, I think the enemy gets a head coaching job next year with the way he's got this. Right now, Denver would be, I said it the other day, Denver would be the perfect fit. Because you're going to deconstruct the whole team. Everybody but Patrick Sertain Jr. is going to be left on this team. Every, yeah. Everybody else is being – Frank Clark was already released. You know, they're taking calls on Judy, Sut, uh, Sutton, um, Garrett Bowles. Yeah, they're taking calls on everybody. Hell, there's even people probably taking calls on Russell Wilson. I mean, if you want somebody that's congratulations, Cook, by all means, go ahead. But, you know – Did putting, you see Steve Russell- Smith roast Jerry Judy? Oh, and then Jerry Judy said whatever on the sideline to him. He's like, I don't mess with you, and then dropped the N-bomb. Yeah. Uh, and then Steve Smith kind of like, he kind of like backtracked it a bit in a way where he's like, you know, he's like, I'm just speaking to my opinion in essence what he was saying. I don't know exactly what he said when he was backtracking it. But is Steve Smith, is Steven Smith wrong? No, no he's not. And then I actually I did the math where somebody's like, oh, you know, Jerry Judy said he heard Steve Smith. I'm like, yeah, he didn't hear him very well. No, four catches, twelve yards. No, he hear you very well, big dog. <laughs> hey, clean your ears out. You're not listening. And that's like that's the thing with it. Like it, it's it's not that like 
Judy has all the potential in the world, and that's what's so frustrating, I feel like, for Broncos fans. Well, I think not only just for Broncos fans, but for him in general, because he he he's an amazing route runner. Like, if you ever seen mm-hmm. him in practice running routes, they are just as crisp as when Calvin Ridley finally came back to practice. Yeah. It, it's the same fluid motion. It, it's all of that. It's just Denver did him no favors by drafting him to Denver and then putting him with uh, who was the quarterback before Wilson, like having Drew Locke and, and the fucking rotation they had there before they got Russell Wilson. And Seattle is fucking laughing because you got rid of Wilson. You got all these draft picks out of it. And you have in Denver, you have a cooked Wilson. I should have never came back to coaching Sean Payton. Who really wins this deal? Did you see that somebody zoomed in? uh, The NFL zoomed in on Sean Payton's play calling sheet during a commercial break. It's like apparently apparently the Thursday night game with what was it? The Thursday night game when the commanders Broncos and there was guys behind him or no, it was the whatever game it was with the commanders. It wasn't Thursday night because they wouldn't play two or they wouldn't play two Thursday night games. No, but it was. I know the game game you're talking about. Yeah. And there was like a guy with a Washington guy. phone taking pictures. Yeah, I remember. If you're really trying to cheat, how fucking dumb are you? But it's also like they the camera panned in on his plays, and I was like, it doesn't matter. They're not fucking working anyways. Yeah. Give me the whole playbook. They're already not working. Yeah. <laughs> this is ridiculous. It's, it's just crazy to me, man. Like, I don't – he should have never come out of retirement. Russ wanted to prove something. I don't know what he was trying to prove. That maybe if he's in the Super Bowl again, he'll hand it off this time. I, I just poor Dave, Mister Unlimited, unlimited <laughs> losses, unlimited disappointment, unlimited <laughs> interceptions, unlimited fantasy garbage time numbers, unlimited what? misses and open like unlimited vision misses down in the field. Like last year, I remember that too, where they're like, "Oh yeah, you know." Russ is playing hurt. I'm like, okay, great. Doesn't affect his eyesight. Unless he's got a dislodged cornea or something because he missed KJ Hamler opening the end zone twice. Twice. Might have had that Jameis Winston uh, eye thing. (laughs) The the king of off-season workout videos. They're hilarious. Russell Wilson's high plane. Jameis is just in his backyard. (laughs) They're throwing water <laughs> bottles at him. <laughs> Look, he's in the at league. Some point, at some point, well, right now, James James Winston's better than fucking Russell Wilson, and he it's barely plays. It's not saying yeah. much. I just it, this but, is wild to me. I feel bad for Dave. I feel really but, bad for Dave. But it shows you, and I discussed it Thursday, where it's like who made who better. Like obviously, yeah, Brady Belichick because mm-hmm. Brady Belichick. You know, it's like 26 and 29. Yeah. And obviously it proves that Brady took his system, elevated it, and made it better than what it could have ever been with any other quarterback. Obviously you see that now because Mac Jones is in jeopardy of losing his job to Malik Cunningham, who was fucking probably in the XFL last year. And then you have Will Greer, who is a serviceable backup, who's probably going to wind up being the starter the rest of the year. And mm-hmm. then you have Pete Cass. P. Carroll, when Russell Wilson was there, P. Carroll system made Russell Wilson look better. Yeah. And, 
and 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 it's a proven fact. Because look now, even with Geno Smith, Geno Smith, and the Seahawks are better than the Broncos. It's wild to me that like so. What also helped too is Seattle very sneakily had some great receivers. Oh yeah, like Doug Baldwin was fantastic. Doug Baldwin was great. Golden Tate in his prime was fantastic. There were a lot of uh, DK Tyler Lockett. There. J. Ron Curse, not J. Ron Curse. Curse, what was his name? I can't remember his first name. J. Ron Curse is Javon's kid, the old Eagles defensive end. Um, I know who you guys. Yeah, Curse. Yeah, but he he was good. They had a lot of really good receivers in Seattle that nobody really talked about, and that helped a lot. You also, I I think Greg Olson was there for a period. Yeah, Olson was there for a little bit. They always they always had sneaky they, and they still do. You always have sneaky weapons. I mean, they mm-hmm. they still have it now, even at running back. Kenneth Walker, uh, the other guy, uh, fucking something with a C. I forget his Charbonnet. name. Charbonnet. I mean, the yeah, kid from him. UCLA. Charbonnet's great. Yeah, I mean, the the thing with Seattle is they always know how to draft. Yeah, yeah. And the later rounds, Seattle is one team out of maybe ten that know how to do it. They know how to draft outside of the first, and Jalen will be the first to tell you that they don't historically do yeah. well with first round picks. Other than signing Devin Bush, which uh, Jalen, I'm sure you probably are begging us to take him back. I'll send you his Steeler jersey if you want. We're about the same size. <laughs> it's wild to me. Like, and with, with some of them, it turned out well, but there's a lot of one. Oh, please be Zay. Is that? OBJ? OBJ just caught a pass? All right, well, mine just froze. Fucking son of a bitch. Oh, well, well, yeah, OBJ catches one, but did did he stay healthy during that catch is the main thing. OBJ doesn't stand for Odell Beckham Jr. stands for old busted joints. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, well, Joey Porter showed him that on Sunday. That was hilarious. That was hilarious. You know, and that I understand the, the 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 route that Lamar wanted him to go. Joey Porter Jr. managed to make him run it a different way. Where where Porter was is where Odell should have been. Yeah, and and the defensive coordinator saying that Porter still hasn't earned his time. Yeah, hi. Why don't you go watch that fucking one? He's play. earned it now. Well, Patrick Peterson said he's willing to, and thank God he's willing to. That he's willing to take reduced playing time in order to, you know, give Porter more playing time. Give the kid the shot, yeah. If Patrick Peterson could do one thing would be great is not talk shit days before the game and then actually maybe back it up because Mm. they flat smoked him. Everybody smoked this guy. I just, you know what? I, I think Patrick Peterson's one you see just either gets released at the deadline or maybe they ship him off for like a fifth round draft pick. I don't know, but He'll probably get released. But he's got to go. He'll probably get released. It wouldn't he shock just... me. No, he'll 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 finish the year, but he'll he'll be a free agent next year. It's only a one year contract, right? Oh, thank God, it's only one year at this point. And I listen. I liked when they signed him. It's like, all right, you get a veteran. You know, he's going to help out all these younger guys. You know, mm-hmm. get acclimated better to the game, and you know this, that, and the third. But I don't need Twitter posts. From him of, yeah, we're going to knock this little munchkin out. And when he's talking about Zay Flowers, and not that Zay Flowers did much in that game anyway, but 
I could just do without it. You don't see TJ Watt going out there on Twitter going, I'm going to eat Lamar for lunch. I'm going to eat this rookie's lunch. I'm going to take this rookie's lunch money or something like that. Like, show it. TJ got fined twice this week. Oh, did you see the Bills players got fined? Oh, well. Epinesa got fined. Ed Oliver got fined twice. Then it was like, why didn't uh, Josh Allen get fined for that hit on Josh Allen? Like, because it wasn't a fucking penalty. (laughs) That's why. That's why I didn't get fined, and y'all three did, because it was blatant. We missed it. Yeah. The rest I freaking, missed it completely. I, I put out a thing, because when, when they said when T.J. Watt was fine, but taking his helmet off, mm-hmm. I was like, oh, funny how we don't see Ladarius Sneed get fined for right. it. The refs just tell oh, put it back on. Oh, I was like, oh, I forgot, because the Chiefs are the new New England Patriots. And then this guy goes, no, Sneed got, Sneed got fined. I said, okay, show me where. And all of a sudden, it comes up. He got fined thirteen grand for it. And then people are complaining, and you know, and, and you know, in the Chiefs' kingdom, well, why is he being fined? It wasn't a penalty because it should have been. But the refs again were gifting Kansas City something. The fines usually happen, especially with a lot of these plays that I'm seeing. These fines happen when the penalty isn't thrown. Yeah, because they're like it, it. It's the cop letting you off with a warning. Yeah, but then mailing you the ticket later. Yeah. That's what it is. It's it, it's it's kind of like having an easy pass, having the physical easy pass, going mm-hmm. through it, and then and then they bill you because they scan the plate instead of the yep. fucking easy pass thing, and then yep. you just argue it and it's reversed. Oh well, well. shoot! I know, I know. A uh, Kittle, Kittle got fined for that uh, fuck Dallas shirt, which is hilarious. You know, you know what? Not for nothing. Not for nothing. I I understand the fines for for certain hits and whatever it is. It's a fucking shirt. Really, NFL? Come on. I, get I love that, it. And, and, the fact that, and the fact that he said he'll do it again. Listen, Don't people, fucking I, do it again. I, 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 I like Kittle for that. I love Kittle. I George Kittle's one of my favorite players. I love George Kittle. Oh, please kick another field goal, Justin Tucker. Come on, OBJ. You should have got that. If you were in a Giants jersey, you would have fucking got it. What, three knees ago? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Until you understand the strain of an NFL season, you guys have no room to comment. No, you're right. But also, if your knees are busted, I can tell you that your knees are busted. Three knees and four ankles ago. Yeah. Like, I, I don't, I don't need a doctorate to know that you've been through surgeries and know that after a surgery, you're not the same. No. That's wild to me. It, but let, we got to talk about college football a little bit. A yeah. little bit because other teams that aren't that good. USC got smacked by Notre Dame. First of all, USC, how dare you make Notre Dame look good? How dare you? <laughs> Second of all, uh, it's everyone's now that now there's all the speculation. It's like, oh, is Caleb Williams tanking his draft stock so he doesn't have to go to you know the the Broncos or something like that? Like, I, he's not coming out, so I don't get where that argument's even coming into play. Here's what happened. He had a bad game. And I, I am not a Kelly or a Caleb Williams like fanboy or something like that. I think he's a good quarterback. But the people yeah. out there saying he's better than Andrew Luck or Trevor Lawrence need to sit down. Uh, like and he's he's yeah. good, but everyone's like, he's the next Mahomes. I'm like, he's played a year and a half. Yeah. <laughs> like, we don't know what he's gonna be. Well, not like that. These analysts are saying it. I feel who was the other day. He goes, he's Roger, he's Roger Zest. Okay. The kid you know hasn't played in the NFL yet. 
You know who else was Mahomes-esque? Zach Wilson. <laughs> That's why he's Mormon Mahomes. He was Mormon Mahomes because they compared him to Mahomes because in his uh, – which is why, again, I put zero – in when it comes to quarterback pro days, I put zero stock into scripted routes on air. Yeah. With nobody covering a receiver. Yeah. It's not even seven because on seven. I, it's because I could go 10 for 10 throwing whatever route it is and getting it to the receiver, whether it's a little dink pass, a fucking uh, uh, an all go route, four verts, yeah. fourth and one at the three, whatever it is. I, I could do it too. That's why I don't take stock in the draft combine reports or anything else because it's all bullshit. And, and I look usually at it. nine times out of 10, they're wrong. I look at a couple. I don't look at all of them. Like it's, I ignore the pro days for the most part, just because the pro days. Yeah. I mean, it's literally just there to showcase things. Um, I do think one receiver that everybody's sleeping on. I sound like a homer here. Uh, while Keon Coleman is balling out at Florida State, Ricky Pearsall needs some respect on his name. The Gators yeah. receiver. My man needs some respect. R- Ricky is balling out this year, and he balled out last year, and he was our only receiver. So I give give. Give my man his props. Give my man his respect. I'm tired of it. Uh, put put respect. Like give credit where credits due. That's where I'm at. Always give credit where credits due. Whether it's your team or not, your receiver or not. I hate Florida State. Keon Coleman's a dog. Like I, I, I don't have to be like. Just because you don't like the team doesn't mean you got to be ignorant about it. Like if somebody's good, you can say they're good. I don't like. I don't like the Titans. Derrick Henry's a great running back. Yeah, I don't like yeah. the Browns. The Watson's a shitty quarterback. That's true, but Miles Garrett's great. Yeah. Miles Garrett's great. Nick Chubb, when he was healthy, was a hell of a running back. I mean, Amari Cooper is a good wide receiver. And mm-hmm. other than that, that's about the only that's about the only two to three Cleveland Browns players I'll give credit to. I Denzel mean, Ward's you know, pretty solid. Oh yeah, him too. But then, you know, also on the bank side of it, you know, I'll listen, Joe Burrow is a great quarterback. And and when I say great, I don't mean greatest of all time. I just mean he's right now he's great. Jamar Chase is a fantastic <laughs> receiver. Tyler Boyd is a fantastic <laughs> slot receiver. He's always fucking open. Yeah. And that's he fucking proved it. <laughs> <laughs> that man cooked that defense. Granted, it's Arizona, oh. but still he cooked Arizona. But like that's. That's the thing. I don't even know where I was going with this. <laughs> We've gone so far off the rails this episode. This is great. Oh, Caleb Williams, we're back. So, like, he'll come out this year. I'm sure he will. Because there's nothing to prove at the college level. I mean, yeah, they lost. Um, they're probably going to – I don't even know what they were ranked. And I don't know if the rankings come out yet or not. But they're probably going to drop out of the top five if they were in there already. Like, they're going to yeah. fall. Because Notre Dame wasn't ranked. So you no, got I don't beat, think they but, have. Yeah, I don't think they ever are. No, well, they were ranked earlier in the year, and then they lost twice, and so now they're not ranked. Um, but like that—that's the thing. Is like you can't. And I'm not. A, I'm not again. I'm not a big Caleb Williams supporter. He had a bad game. He got beat, and he got out coached on the other end of the ball. And that's simple as that. And the defense couldn't stop Notre Dame at all. Special teams couldn't stop Notre Dame. So they lost. Whole team lost. And then, you know, Caleb Williams had a bad game. He'll he'll bounce back next week, and everybody's going to be, he's the second coming to Tom Brady and Marino and Mahomes all together. Oh, my God. 
Well, well, that's the thing people have to realize. You know, these quarterbacks aren't going to be perfect every single week. No. So you and I, I and don't expect this was, a game, this was a game that everybody probably had marked down if, if they're knowledgeable of college football, where this was a game you 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 thought USC would win, but you also knew they could possibly lose. Right. They did lose. Just I didn't expect them to lose the way that they lost. Right. And for those already saying. Well, you know, Khalid Williams isn't the guy. He shouldn't be a Heisman candidate, this, that, and the third. Listen, it's one bad game. They're allowed to have him. Oh, Derek They're allowed the Wildcat. I really hate this NFL Plus app. Fucking freezes more than the fucking Matrix. Derek Henry went into the shop. For those who don't know, we're watching the London game right now. Uh, but Derek oh, Henry went into the it's okay. There's a flag I'll be holding. Bring it back 10. Derrick Henry goes into the Wildcat and does what everybody's expecting. Uh, did you see, speaking of that now, Alabama does the the brotherly shove now, and they're trying to come up with names for it? Oh, just fucking stop, please. Just elephant's, ass cause they're, elephant's ass because they're awful. <laughs> <laughs> they fucking ran the Bill O'Brien. The Crimson Cry. <laughs> because, his, because his chin's got a butthole in it. The Crimson cried because y'all almost lost to Arkansas. Arkansas. Uh, I, was this close? The, the the money line for Arkansas to win, was it like plus at one point like 1,200? And I was so close to doing it. And I just said, I can't. And I was going to do it with Rutgers too, and I didn't. I fucking should have. You almost lost to Arkansas. Are you fucking kidding me? And people like you, Gators almost lost South Carolina. George Southern lost James Madison. Yeah, we did. And then we marched down the yeah. field and for uh, for Florida, South Carolina. Gators marched down the field and drove on South Carolina. Through we converted a fourth down to Ricky Pearsall. Had a tip pass at a Graham Mertz threw a pass behind Pearsall. Tipped his hands, landed right into the other receiver's hands, and he took it for fifteen. Yeah. And then we hit Pearsall on a post route and scored. And then Spencer Rattle threw an interception with 10 seconds left. That's, yeah, it, that's, that's it. It's, it's a sad day for the Gamecocks fans, that's for sure. They went in there all hard and came out soft. Real, real flaccid fourth quarter performance. Pause. Really flaccid. <laughs> God, we've, we've dissolved into dick jokes. <laughs> <laughs> What's it? N- nothing's off the table when it comes to that. So, oh, jeez. Uh, uh, there, there, there's there's other jokes there I'm not touching. <laughs> yeah. Neither am I. Well, Neither am I. I what, what I will do is we'll, we'll, we got to talk about uh, we'll talk about Beamer Ball. So, like with, with <laughs> Beamer Ball here. Which is Shane Beamer's, you know, style of play for South Carolina. Um, apparently, it's blame everybody else but yourself for why you guys lost. You know, like a Bills fan. Um, <laughs> I'm hungry for blood. Oh, oh my God! Baltimore's about to return. Baltimore almost had a punt return for a touchdown. Yeah, see, so so mine's behind probably by a good fifteen seconds. Uh, you'll you'll see in a minute. Yeah, here but we like, go. here's my thing. Like, what? He's like, well, we were in. 
We called the perfect plays. We didn't execute. We called perfect this, perfect that. Everything was good. We called this. We had this miscue. We had this miscue. Blah, 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 blah. Like 13 reasons why his team lost. And none of them were like, you know, man, it's my fault. You know, the coach has got to get better. We got to call better plays. They outcome. It was all, all excuses. And it's like, dude, first of all, the kids. Second of all, like, come on, man. You're better than this. Come on now. Like you can say he said we. He didn't say he he said all he said was there. We called the perfect play, but this happened. There, there, there. It was never we did this. We had miscues. We had this. It was all they, them, there, never him. I'm like, can you come on, man? I can understand one or two. Yeah. But like treat. It's I don't know, man. It looks bad. That if I'm if I'm a player in that locker room and I see that, I'm gonna be pissed. Well, not for nothing. He should have. He he took a play. He took a page out of Zach Wilson's book last year and should have took it out of this year because when when the Chiefs played when the Chiefs played the Jets and he literally fumbled the snap away, he took accountability for it. Yeah, he took accountability for. It. He wasn't like oh. Well, you know, the center's hands were all sweaty or whatever it was, and the ball's fucking moist or whatever it is. He the laces were two degrees off from where I like it. He, 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 literally, he literally said, listen, I can't let that happen. There, I can't drop the ball there. Not to make a play on words, but that's what he said. And 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 the coach, for, you know, he, he's got to take accountability. You're the coach. You could say, yeah, we called the perfect play. We didn't execute. That's fine, but you got to take accountability. You're the coach. Yeah. It, it's, and that's how it is. It, it was wild to me to hear him just like blame everybody, but him. And I'm like, Oh boy. He's like, this is all, and you know, she, this fall, this fall, this fall. And they said, there's some things that we got to correct. I'm like, who did you, did you see Darian's comment? Well, tweet about Khalid Williams last night from children. No, what do you say? It, it, it's something in essence. It reminded me of something you would say. Can we stop with the generational talent bullshit? Yes, stop I'm calling fucking tired of it. Generational talent, please. For those everybody, everybody. everybody. Go ahead. Sorry, keep going. No, everybody generational talent. Everybody how dog could fucking bark. Somebody come in that makes him a generation a generational talented dog because he could bark. It's fucking ridiculous. Just. Everybody's a generational talent now. Everybody. I, I, enough. There's talented kids and then there's generational talented kids, but there's so far and few between of them. It's just ridiculous. I saw that so, and I was just like, I, I saw, I saw that tweet and I was like, I was going to comment on it, but I was like half asleep and I was like, yeah. Because if I say okay. something, Everybody's gonna come out droves. Nah, fuck it. I'll say it. So I, I'm tired of the word generational being thrown around like it's candy. Like yeah. a generational player means a once in a generation type player. It transcends that it, it is the one that will be remembered for the entire generation. Do you know the average length of a generation? Not that long. Twenty to thirty years. So you in essence could say I hate to say it, Tom Brady. Tom Brady is a talent. generational talent. You get got Tom Brady is a generational talent. Justin Jefferson is a generational talent because they're yeah. you know twenty years apart. Like 
and you can have generational talents at different positions, but every year a quarterback cannot be a generational talent because it's not what that fucking word means. No, <laughs> it's not what that term means. You can't have a once in a generation guy every year because then it's a once a year guy. It's not a generational guy. Find yeah. a new word or stop using it as often. It's it's a weird hill for me to die on, but I will die on that hill. Because it drives me crazy how every year there's six generational wide receivers and four generational quarterbacks. And, you know, th- tell you what, this third string center out of, out of you know, South Dakota Predict- State University, is uh, he has the potential to be a generational defensive end if they just switch his position. Like, or no. <laughs> <laughs> like, you're not special by trying no. to be the guy who discovered it. If you were the guy, I said it first. I was the one who discovered it. So I did this. Like, yeah, there's things that I said months ago. I said months ago. I said last year Russ was cooked. I said months ago that this would happen or this one. Like that. That's you know a thing. But I'm not out here trying to be like you know what I'll tell you what you know Jim. I think that uh, I think Dak's gonna go down with with turf toe. And uh, Trey Lance is going to throw, you know, he's going to really, really come into his own in that Dallas offense. Or, uh, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm going to tell you what, I think what's going to happen, Kellen Mond is going to ball out today and really become that next big guy. And they're, they're going to cut. Like, no, I'm not saying that because I'm not I'm not Phil Sims to start. Um, but I'm, <laughs> hey, But I'm also like, sometimes – the simplest solution is the answer. Yeah. Like Caleb Williams is a great quarterback. You get a bad game. It happens. The people who are like the people going after Shador, they're like, oh, he he's taking sack. Was what a, a an eight or a Pac-12 coach was like, he takes sacks to pad his stats, or he doesn't want to turn the ball over. Yeah. That's the thing you're always taught, and it's always talked about. If they're rushing and no one's open, instead of throwing up a prayer, take the hit. As long as it's not third down or something like that. Like, take the hit, go down, and live to, you know, it's first or second down. We got two more. We're fine. Take the hit. Don't turn the ball over. Let's keep moving. It's people who, ah, it drives me fucking crazy. <laughs> we we no, got to stop mind, using that. I don't mind people saying that so-and-so is talented. Everybody's a, a, a generational talent, like the kicker for fucking Alabama. Oh, he's a generational talented kicker. The fuck he is. And then it, comparing them and then taking these guys like like Khalid Williams and comparing them to guys that are already solidified their positions in the NFL, like Mahomes and Rogers and you know, countless others. And you sit in there and you're saying, Oh, Khalid Williams is Mahomes-esque, and Khalid Williams is, you know. Aaron Rodgers S. How? He hasn't played in the NFL yet. You don't know. And we didn't know that with Bryce Young. We didn't know that with CJ Stroud. You didn't know that when Kenny Pickett came into the league. Once they're in the league, then once they play for two, three years, or say four, then we could start saying, hey, you know, Khalid Williams reminds me of Patrick Mahomes, or CJ Stroud reminds me of a better version of David Carr, or, you know, Kenny Pickett is better than Ben Roethlisberger. Then you could start saying all that. Till then, you, yeah, you can't say it. And if I got to hear generational talent one more time on Twitter, I'm probably gonna get banned because I'm just gonna fucking go at everybody. I'm, gonna I'm just gonna at you. I'm just gonna at you, generational talent, in like an hour. 
<laughs> hey, generational talent. And that's it. No context, <laughs> no nothing. Like it's, and here, here's my thing with it. If you want to compare them in college, do that. And yeah, I got no issue with you trying to make NFL comparisons. If you want to say that, hey, Khalid Williams was just like Mahomes at Texas Tech, that's fine. If you want to say that Spencer Rattler was like Jalen Hurts at Alabama and Oklahoma, that's fine. But don't you can't compare one one player in college to a player in the NFL when the player in college is yet to play in the NFL and one has already solidified themselves. You can't do it so so just just stop. That's like comparing Drake May to let's say a Justin Herbert. I see what you're saying. The one thing I will say against that is like you can say this player reminds me of this. They remind me of that. Don't call him the next Patrick Mahomes. That... Yeah. Don't he's the next Patrick and, and, Mahomes. And he's the next mind. Tom Brady. Said, he's he's the next so and so. If you if you want to say like Keon Coleman is the next, say Justin Jefferson, that's fine. But don't sit yeah. there and say he's better than Justin Jefferson or better than say Jamar Chase or well, he's probably better than Odell Beckham at this point. But you 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 can't do that. You just can't. But I think these people say it because they want people to then debate them on it. They want that clickbait. You it's know, for clicks. Kind of like everybody says that Dion does it for clicks. Well, guess what? Everybody, even we do it. When we post an episode, it's for clickbait because you want to hear our opinions of what we have to say. And if people don't like that we're knocking the term generational talent, then guess what? Prove to me why we're wrong. Guarantee you, you can't. You can try. But you will die on that hill by yourself. Like the lonely, pathetic fucking loser that you are. Because we will be right and you will be wrong. Whether it's on this show or it's on whoever it is. I bet you if you ask Brent and Dave what they think of the word generational talent, Dave will probably rip it to shreds 10 beers deep. Or Aaron or E-Man or Jalen or anybody. All of us. It's the biggest thing with it. And like, I, I have no issue with you comparing him. Like you're comparing someone to like, oh, you know, this guy reminds me of Pat. His play style reminds me of Patrick Mahomes. He can make some of the throws. But like the people who were like, oh, look at Mazzy Smith's bench press. He's the next Aaron Donald. Like you don't fucking know that. Meanwhile, Aaron Donald could probably bench press three times what he did. But regardless, yeah, of that, was- again, it's, it's fine if you want to do that. It's fine, but again, don't sit there and say all this other nonsense that we've been bashing for the past five, ten fucking minutes. Don't mm. just 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 stop with that. Just fucking stop. Well, speak, it, it, it's sick. It's it's definitely it, it's annoying and it drives me crazy. And speaking of annoying, driving me crazy and bad decisions and bad things, let's get into our picks. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> oh, so fucking last. I put more X's down than X's I've had. So we already, we both picked Baltimore for those who didn't see, you know, we, we both picked Baltimore last night on Twitter before the game happened. So it's, that one's good. So you already know that one. Washington versus Atlanta. Who you got? Ooh, (laughs) this is a, mm. you know what? I should have picked them last week. I didn't think it was going to come down to fucking the cousin of the massage shop. 
brought that uh, Deshaun Watson visits. Hmm. I got to go Falcons. I'm with you. I'm I'm going ATL. I don't I don't trust that Washington defense. Emmanuel Forbes gets burnt by like uh, like it, Emmanuel Forbes can cover a snail at this point. Like dude, dude's getting cooked. It's yeah. bad. And like, look, corners have bad games. I'm not saying he's a bust right now, but he's in a slump. That's the other thing that's got to stop too. Is these kids that come out and after like four or five games, you're saying, "Oh, this kid's a bust," because they're already saying Bryce Young's a bust. He's not a bust because he's on a team that sucks. He's on a Some, team that can't protect. Him. There's a guy on year three now saying Trevor Lawrence is going to be a bust on Twitter, and everyone's like, "What are you talking about? How's he a bust?" Please explain. Like, what are you talking about? Stop it. Get some help. But like, okay, so that's it. Like, I think Forbes will be fine. He's in a slump. He did great yeah. the first couple weeks, and now he's been getting exposed. So we'll see what happens. I'm sure we'll get it together. And, like, my biggest thing with it, too, I just, I don't know. I, I think Atlanta's got it. I think Robinson's just too much to handle. Kid's oh, yeah. dynamic. Uh, Chicago versus Minnesota. Who you got? <laughs> I know Thanks, who I'm Justin. taking. Thanks, Justin Jefferson, for fucking my team up this year in fantasy. I, know, I can't. I can't blame him, but I gotta go. Honestly, that Vikings defense is questionable. I'm doing. I'm going Chicago. I am. Too, I'm, it's 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 bear down time. Da bears. <laughs> <laughs> da bears. It's bear time, man. I mean, it, it's. I, I I think they got it. I think Fields is starting to take that next step. Do I think he plays as well as he did the last two weeks? Probably not. I don't think DJ Moore is going for two thirty and three touchdowns this week. But I think that you know Chicago will win this one. Cincinnati versus Seattle. Ooh, 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 ooh. This is a tough. This is a tough test for both teams. I get the Bengals. I think Joey B's got his mojo back and his calf's finally healed. Yeah, Joey B finally got his mojo back from gold member. So, I, yep, I got, yeah. I, I, I love gold. <laughs> <laughs> the I smell of it, the taste right. of it, the texture. <laughs> oh, look at that. My spare key is a freaky. <laughs> Oh God! Giants offensive line is the is the steamroller in those Austin Powers movies. It's that scene. Stop! <laughs> Get out of the way! <laughs> or like when that's Austin Powers. Is, that's like when Austin Powers is trying to get the cart out of that tight area. Yep. And it just keeps hitting the, the. Yeah, that's the Giants team this year. Yeah, that's them trying to figure it out. That's the Titans <laughs> offense and defense trying to figure it out. So, but no, I, I think the Bengals are back. I, I think Joe's rocking with it. They'll be all right. So, I think the Bengals got it. I don't think they blow them out, but I think they win. Well, as long as they win, then it puts the Browns in the cellar. So, that's true. Which is where they, which is where they belong. While Watson's out there, fucking Becky Sue's fucking two for one special. Speaking of speaking of the Brownies, uh, Cleveland. Play San Francisco. <laughs> PJ Walker's the quarterback. Oh, this is going to be a feast day for Nick Bosa. 
Yep. I, I hate to do it. I'm sure Aaron gets agitated when he listens to us pick them, but I got to go with the whiners. They're just that good. That's the thing. It's a pick your poison. Cooking. They're absolutely crushing it. All right. Nola versus Houston. I got to go with Derek. Dude, where's my car? I got to do it. I, it's. Yeah, no, I'm going to Orleans. I just, I don't trust, like, I don't trust their offense. But that Saints defense has kept them in games all for the most part yeah. all year. Yeah. All right. Jaguars versus Indy. You already well, know who I'm going. Yep. You already know where I'm going. So everybody's like, oh, look, they're picking the same teams again. We'll get there. Don't worry. There's some down, there's some down the road. Carolina versus Miami. This is not one of them. Uh, (laughs) And another guy that screws me in fantasy had to pick up these schluck rocks off the waiver wire. Even without a chain in it, they're still going to put up at least 40 to 50 on, on Carolina. So, yep. Give me the, um, give me the Miami tour tongue of violas. Vegas versus new England. Fuck. Give me fucking Vegas. Because fucking bully Cunningham will be starting after three minutes in this game. Unless Mac Jones is cock knocking everybody. I'm going to take New England. I'm going to take Bill on this. Because Bill oh, well, does well against that. his former coaches. <laughs> yeah, but. I'm going I'm to take, yeah. All right. This is where we're going different. All right. Detroit versus Tampa. Well, now you don't have Jameer Gibbs in today. Laporte is questionable. Even still, I got to take Detroit. I have to do it. Because Jared Goff last night was spotted at the Chintiki just fucking going crazy, going crazy during them rap battles. And he cooked Baker Mayfield on the mic, so he's going to cook him on the field today. Uh, this is going to be a tough one. I mean, you could go with Baker Mayfield if you listen. I I almost was thinking of taking Tampa, but then just Detroit's defense is just that good right now. Yeah, fuck it. Give me Detroit. I don't know why I wrote Detroit's. (laughs) So you're thinking Detroit's defense. Arizona versus LA. Cooper Cup is back. See, this is a hard one, too, because Arizona, other than the Niner game, really hasn't been blown out in a state in games. But Stafford's got – now he's got a one and a two because mm-hmm. now he got Puka Nakua, So uh, give me give me Stafford. He at least knows one wide receiver's name. I got the Rams, too. All right. The Eagles versus the New Jersey Jets. Well, now you have no DJ Reed. You have no uh, – no sauce gardener. You pretty much got nobody at this point. Eagles. But the Eagles, but the Eagles also don't have Slay either, but um, it, it so, won't matter. Tush push. Give me Brotherly shove. Whatever you want to call it. Brotherly shove is getting the brotherly dub. Uh <laughs> the other New Jersey team, 
uh, versus the Buffalo Bills. Uh, give me wild wings all day. Yep. I got the Bills. Bills are going to bounce back, um, especially against the Giants. And all don't right. forget that. He's also played on turf for those who, you know, complained about the turf in mm-hmm. Studio London. That was a no. Oh, my God. I just, I don't Why know if you heard the build? episode where I brought up all the messages that you sent me. And I was just like, I was like, bro, everybody plays on turf. How's that an excuse? And then the other, and then, and then the, when the guy put all the reasons why they lost, and the other one was like, well, penalties, and then puts officiating. Hey, dumbass. They're in the same category. They can't be listed separately. You're a fucking that was, schmuck. That was still my favorite with um I, I don't know if you heard me say it with Jalen. I was like, I'm tired of like the the Jaguars are not frozen out here, you know, trying to get, you know, their own special turf. You know, where's my special turf? <laughs> like that's not how this works. We all play in the same field. What are you talking about? It's so dumb. It's so dumb. Anyways, and, Monday night. And then game. Not only that- not only that, if you're going to travel to London, here's traveling brought to you by Jim. You leave early. Simple as that. And you won't play sluggish. It's as simple as that. Exactly. And then, of course, we got and then of course we got the Monday night game, which is uh, fucking brilliant. Oh yeah, fucking cow cow. One stars first. versus the charges. Now go, yeah. charges, go. <laughs> oh god. Ar- Arnold's up. here. My awful fucking <laughs> All I know is this, the Chargers better bolt up that, that defense if they want to stop the Cowboys. Oh, my God. I forgot. I'm sorry. This, your your random Sahara Desert fart fact of the week. Do you know the guy who does the voice for uh, Lou on The Simpsons? No idea. So do you know that's actually his impression of Rocky? <laughs> it's just that bad. <laughs> it's just a bad impression and they're like all right fine this could be a character it's just a bad impression of rocky and watch an episode of the simpsons and you'll hear it it's horrible but when you know it you'll hear it it's hilarious so did they just blocked an extra point i think they did i'll walk this tennessee but all right the the chargers versus the cowboys to the, the battle of incompetent head coaches. And the battle of two incompetent owners. Mm-hmm. Battle of overhyped quarterbacks. Mm-hmm. Battle of overhyped offenses. Mm-hmm. Something tells me. This is going to be a low-scoring get- game, and here's why. The Cowboys' defense is very good. The Chargers' offense is very good. The Chargers defense sucks, and the Cowboys defense not very good. Nope. But you know what? Ah, this is so tough. A part of me wants to bolt up, and the other part of me wants to just pick Dak. Fuck it. Give me the Cowboys. Give me the Chargers. I can't believe you went that route, though. I, I hate them both. I Can both teams I lose? <laughs> I can both can this end in a tie? Uh, I wouldn't be that would be great. That'd be hilarious. All right, Thursday night game for next week. Jaguars Thursday versus New Orleans. Is. You already know where I'm going. Ooh. Ooh, ooh, ooh. 
there's no way the Saints can win on a short week. I got to go Jags. Mm-hmm. Duval, baby, let's go. All right. That's all of our picks. I will have everything together at some point. I'll probably put them all together tomorrow uh, or Tuesday after the Monday night game. And that way we have all of our picks for the week just set up there for the last four weeks now. So I've been well, keeping track of than Chris Sims's picks, even though they only picked the Sunday night game. But oh, I know my win percentage will be better than that fucking douche nozzle. So. It's not that hard. So <laughs> it's not that hard. Also, if I took a shot of the wrong Sims earlier, I apologize. I mix the two of y'all up, unfortunately. Uh, <laughs> what, oh, I what knew you, Sims you were talking about. I yeah. just like to run with Phil. Phil. Phil is the quarter. Phil is the quarterback. I appreciate Chris is the moron. Yeah, so, I think Phil, even Phil. I apologize. Even, I think even Phil knows his son is a moron. Phil, I apologize. Chris, you're you're a, you're a moron. Could you imagine? Do you imagine at th- at the Thanksgiving Day table when they have a debate about something, and Phil just probably looks at him and goes, he looks at his wife and goes, "I couldn't have just opted for the fucking BJ that night. We had to go full blown intercourse." Because this is what came out. This guy's really saying that the fucking Browns are going to win the Super Bowl. Oh, son, listen, you're a moron. How do you have a show and I don't? <laughs> so he wore number two, number eight, and number 12. And they all represent the number of brain cells he had during that season. <laughs> and if you put them together, that's his fucking, uh, what, two eight, games? What was one. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> but we got this yeah. amount of games. Is one he won two in one year, eight in another, and lost twelve in another. Whatever the hell the other number was, I don't know. He, he... Garbage. Anyways, you got anything else you want to get into? There was something, but I'm going to leave it for the next episode. All right, we'll save it. On that note, we want to thank you guys for listening. We really do appreciate it. If you like the show, tell everyone you know. Tell you know your friends, your family, your relatives, your your poor football decision making fans. All of it. Uh, we really do appreciate it. Five star reviews, comments, feed the algorithm gods. We are just fans in in chairs and couches talking into microphones and phones. Uh, so we really do appreciate any kind of support we can get. We don't know how the algorithm works. We just know that it does. Um, if you want to listen to other show, if you want to interact with us, best place to find Jim is at fan of the van on Twitter. Uh, best place to interact with me is uh, at TDSN pod or at it bad take pod on Twitter. Just the best place to find us. And, you know, Tell us we're right. Tell us we're wrong. I don't really care. Um, but if you like the show, five stars, comments, all that fun stuff. And if you did like the show, treat it like a bad date. Uh, you know, not you, it's us. It was a blind date. Our friend set us up. We made it through the whole dinner. Decided we weren't for each other. We'll just go on our separate ways. That's how it is. Everything's fine. Let's be adults about this. Um, no right. reason to be childish. So, and, you know, if you rate five stars or your show that we like and appreciate, you get a shout out. So I want to shout out, uh, you know, go check out Tuesday Sports News. Uh, always go check out 1420 uh, with Brent and Dave. They put on a great show. I'm a couple episodes behind. Admittedly, guys, I apologize. I will catch up. Uh, go check out the BS in Sports podcast. Go check out Aaron over Brutally Honest Sports. I know he just put a new one out like yesterday or something like that. So, yeah, I think you got Dave on. At, yesterday as of recording this. Uh, go check out Nate's Daily Wager if you're looking to gamble outside of an NFL, outside of an NFL facility. Um, if you're on TikTok, go check out Chill Takes. Darian puts out some great content. Uh, go check out Dave and John of Love of the Playing Field, the guys with We Like Sports podcast. Even though they are Cleveland fans, we won't hold that against them. Uh, I won't at least. 
Uh, go check out John of a wrestling fan insight. If you speaking of them, I did mention them because when I shouted them out in one of the last episodes, I did. I did mention they are in the five percent of knowledgeable football fans that I probably could hold conversation <laughs> with. Even though, even though they're Browns fans, I will not hold that against you guys. Um, I'm sure even you know that Deshaun Watson is a piece of garbage and won't get your team anywhere. Go check out John of Wrestling Fan Insight. Uh, go check out um, Wrestling um, Wrestling World with uh, Austin. Puts on a good show as well. Uh, if you're looking for something a little bit different and you're on a Twitter space, go check out Sports After Dark. He puts or They put out some fantastic content. They're on YouTube now. Go check them out. Always a fun time. Uh, heavy, I can't wait to see you go 0 for 2 for picking against my Jags. How dare you? Uh, you've done it twice now. What have we learned? I expected this from Silu because he's a Colts fan, but you, come on, man. You're killing me. Uh, go check out Visit Vegas Place if you're looking for something to do in Vegas, and go check out the Stupid History Minute as well. Uh, thank you, thank you, thank you, and as always, we'll see you next time. Peace. 